Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. SCNZ it is 17 and a half minutes away from 8 o'clock this morning and it is a pleasure to welcome into the show a man who's got his fingerprints all over some of our most high-performing Kiwis out there on the world stage. Tommy Pyatt, he's Nico Porteous's coach, and I'm sure he's absolutely loving his time on the road with uh, young Nico at the moment because he's a, he's a ripping dude. couple of good Kiwis. Welcome, Tommy. How you doing, man? Hey, very good. Thank you. Calling in from Switzerland. Yeah, Switzerland. What's the weather and track conditions like, mate? It's great over here. Sunny. We got in yesterday from the USA, and we're enjoying our time. Awesome. That um that Aspen experience that might have been right up there, even for yourself. And you guys have seen a bit now together, you and Nico, and yourself as well, coaching and and doing your gig. But that must have been a pretty epic experience. The whole Aspen time. Yeah, X Games was a huge highlight. Um, I mean, it was a very hard fought win that one, and to get his second um, X Games gold in a row was um, a huge one for the memory banks. Hey, Tommy, it's Kempi here, mate. What what makes this kid tick, mate? What's the what's so special about Nico? I mean, he's just got a passion for winning. He's a perfectionist, so um, it, those are those are good things for <laughs> skier. And and his mental, you don't have a mental skills coach in high performance? Do you take care of that as well? No, we do. No, we do, yeah. I, I definitely take care of it a little bit, but we do have one of those as well. And um, it's helped definitely, especially through the younger years when he was, um, you know, 12, 13, 14. Um, we took a lot of the mental skills. Yeah, and we, we spoke to him just recently, and, and he was preparing for um, he's you know spending the rest of the day getting ready for his his night run. Are they are they learning just as much off this kid you now from a as a ex high performance coach? Are they learning just as much off this kid about his preparation and the way that his um, application to his the mental side of it than he gets from them? Do you think? Yeah, I don't know. We have, we have a very skilled mental skills coach. He's um, ex-SAS. He's been, he's been um, and he's um, with Formula One and um, Chelsea soccer too, Chelsea football, I guess. Um, so he, he's worked with a lot of young dudes as well through motorsport. So I'm not sure how much he's getting from us, but, man, we're getting a lot from him for sure, um, especially in that pre-performance routine and um, things like that. Um, we've definitely taken things away throughout the years that now add up to an um, amazing well-rounded routine. Yeah, it feels like the formula is starting to be really honed from the outside, Tommy. Anyway, it just looks like every time you do it, you just you got, there's a bit more polish on your, um, yeah, as you say, your routine. So wh- what sort of identity do you, you guys have as a team? Obviously, it, there's no one that can do it for Nico. He has to get out there and, and stomp those runs. But as a kind of collective, do you guys have an identity that you feel like you, you kind of relate to? Yeah, like you say, there's no, no one that can do it for Nico for sure, but we, I've worked with him since he's she's on, so we definitely have this sort of um, trust element going on. Um, and these days there'll be a lot of 
um, not even having to talk to each other. He'll he'll come to the top of the chairlift and he'll nod to me and I'll nod to him and we'll just know that it's go time and whatever we're nodding about. Um, so it's it's definitely it's, it's honed in these days for sure. It's a it's a fantastic spot to be in, mate. When you can look at your athletes and go, yeah, yeah he's come he's come ready to play. Um, can you just give me an idea what? Nico's doing and the team are doing for the public in New Zealand. You know, when you're you're up in Aspen, you're up in all these fantastic places up in Europe, and this little country down under the rest of the world here is producing champions. What is it doing for New Zealand on a whole? Oh, that's a high question. What is it doing for New Zealand? I don't really know, but I I hope that it's just inspiring more people to get outdoors and specifically more people to go skiing. And do you and do you see that like through the you know when you're seeing the sport grow, do you see that as a as a measured result that what Nico is doing is bringing more kids to the to the ski fields? For sure, I mean we're, we're a tiny industry, the ski industry um, as a whole, you know, compared to a lot of other sports. But there's a lot of young kids in New Zealand aspiring to be the next Nico, of course, or the next them. Mm. But they, they have come into it because of Nico, guys and girls alike. Um, and you hear them say that in their, in their own way on the hill all the time. We have the um, national development team out here right now, actually, and they're a bunch of 13 to 16-year-olds, and um, they're all super excited to hang with Nico and his brother Miguel, too. Yeah, that's cool, eh? That's that's the sort of stuff that I'm sure really you get a thrill out of as well, Tommy. I mean, you, you, as you say, you, you worked with him as he was a kid that age, right? So, like, to see to see that from the next gen, that's um, that's epic. Hey, just talk to me about where you guys are at heading into uh, Beijing. So the Winter Olympics around the corner. I asked I asked probably quite a stupid question to Nico when we had him on last week. I said, does this feel like you, you've really been peaking, waiting for this best of year 2022? And he said, oh, to be honest, man, I just try to win every week. So <laughs> he kind of laughed it off like it's not. It's just another real day. But when do you really start to lock in for the Winter Games? Uh, you know, the X Games are done and dusted now. When does that real kind of focus start to come? Yeah, they're, they're gonna they're gonna blow it off, um, and I think they need to for the for the, to keep it um, dumbed down and their their mental. But it, it, it's the biggest thing. We talk about it all of the four years. What is the Olympic run that we're building to? What are the tricks that we're doing? Um, all the funding, all the support stuff, they're all around this one event. So there's no hiding from the fact that we're building to this. And um, we've been building to it the whole time. We're now in a two-week holding camp, as you could call it, in, uh, in Larks in Switzerland, where we're just we're training a little bit, but we're mostly just trying not to get injured and stay happy and healthy. Yeah, awesome. And in 2022, that's, that's probably harder than years gone by. <laughs> And a bit a bit about yourself, Tommy. What are you What are you bringing to the table for Nico? That's different than any other other coach out there, and get, and helping him win these gold medals. I don't know. That's a hard question to talk about yourself. But we, um, like I say, we've been together since he's six years old. So the the trust factor is just huge, and um, the work's been done. You know, we've we've done the work. Nico's ready. We're ready to go to the games, and, and once we get there, it's it's definitely the trust factor of how many of these tricks he's learned is he ready to pull on the day and that's something that me and him can honestly um, talk about together because we have so much trust there Awesome Tommy that's great man I look totally appreciate you dialing in from Switzerland and in this holding camp as you say uh, like the hype is going to 
I've been saying it for a while, mate, and, and it was a tough question, you know, what, what is it doing for New Zealand? But take it from us back here, I, I, there's never been this um, kind of, I guess, hype around snow sports in this mainstream. And, and what these those Zoe and Nico in particular did, um, and you can't forget Jossie and, and the guys that were doing it first, guys and girls doing it first, but what they did four years ago um, at the Winter Olympics, there's been four years of build-up to this and then the kind of mammoth mountain effort, the the run at the X Games, the gold's there. There's this real kind of energy around snow sports in New Zealand that I can't remember ever feeling and I think we're all just rooting for you guys. So good luck, stay happy, stay healthy and then we'll catch up, I'm sure, as the Winter Olympics beckon. Awesome. Yeah, I love how you guys know about any event other than the Olympics, so it's great to hear. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. Cheers, Tommy. Take care, mate. There you go. And that's true because it's what I said earlier. We are obsessed about the Olympics. We are obsessed. But the reality is, Nico and Tommy, they've got so much more than that. They've got the X Games. They've got the World Cup events. And now we are aware of the athlete and their end goal, which is the Olympics. And that was so fascinating to hear Tommy say, well, they have to, he had to blow it off because mm. to stay fresh and to stay in the moment, you can't think about peaking. But the reality is they know it. They talk about it. Mm. But that's not all they do. And I think that that's cool that we're, um, we're getting to that point, Kempi. Yeah, it's a, it's a cycle, eh? You see that with, with every cycle um, as they run through the World Cups, through the rugby, through the Olympics, um, teams that, that are going average... But this, the the main goal is getting the gold at the Olympics. You know what I mean. So, I think I think it's wonderful. I've, you know what I was trying to get out of Tommy is that this this new um, viewer of sport, the young kid, like back in my day, we just watched rugby, but now kids with the internet and 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 you know basically a TV screen in their hand all day are turning in to watch young Nico and and Zoe and them all on these fantastic runs with Red Bull and and so forth. And dialing into New Zealand sport, you know, and it, it was great to hear that they've got a junior team up there at the moment doing a development camp. See, no one knows that. No one knows that. Twenty twenty two, we can't even play a Trans Tasman rugby competition. Snow we, sports, New Zealand. I got thirteen and fourteen years. We didn't send our cricketers to the under nineteen World Cup because we didn't want to put them in isolation. But see, that's the changing face of sport. Like they just that's that's going on, and we we're at the you know, top end. Do you know going, why? We don't know what we're doing. Do you know why? Because snow sport is a truly international sport. Truly international sport. You can't do it here. You can't win X Games medals in New Zealand. Mm. You know, and that's the difference. They're finding a way, and it won't be easy. That was interesting. Good good pickup. And Kempi, I mean, the fact that you just used rugby union as an example for something. I might have to come off the back fence at you. It's seven <laughs> minutes away from 